You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Resident Evil. That's like that's like how it was in the game. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Callen. Nice to see you again, Brian. <laughs> nice to see you too. Again, <laughs> second time's a charm. And Wahid Alkalazbe. Hey, how you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. And Mike Griggs. What's up? What's up, uh, gentlemen? First uh, video game adaptation. I think we've done on the show. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Have we done Mortal Kombat yet? No, no same director, but shitty film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great film. I love this fucking film. I'm excited <laughs> as fuck to talk about nice. this goddamn fucking film. This is an awesome fucking is. film. Fuck, fuck you, dude. This is a good <laughs> fucking movie. This oh, is no, I thought this movie was really film. fun. How do you really feel about it? Did have the better soundtrack, though, right? Right? Yes, look at that. Mortal Kombat! Man knew about it right away. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, perfect. But, you know, I think Marilyn Manson had something to do with this soundtrack, though. So, I don't know. Wait, did he really? both ways. Yeah. So, they had a composer, and then they had Marilyn Manson, like, kind of helping them not make it so, you know, composery. Right. <laughs> Make it sound a little more fucking metal, batshit crazy. The beautiful people. The, the beautiful, beautiful people. people. Oh. Yeah. Like every every time oh, every time the zombies the started like running after them, you know, you, 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 you're like, oh uh, yeah, man. It's like the beautiful people. The beautiful people. Ah! Yeah. There was like yeah, so man. many music cues that were like a little bit weird. We were like, yeah, some heavy metal motherfucker just did that. Because, like, that was the era, and it's like, goddamn, we're going to have a mix between rave techno for our European audiences, because that's before all the injection of money coming in from overseas into, you know, U.S. cinema, and, uh, <laughs> you know, heavy metal, because, you know, it's zombies. I, I thought the music kind of ruined certain moments in the movie. Like, totally you killed the You think it was suspense. too much? Which moments? 
you know the the laser hallway. Yes. Yeah. That's a cool yes. moment in the movie, it's and a great moment. The music kind of fucks it up. Well, you know, bro, it's you know, I think it's a product. You know, it's a product of its time, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just I really like, think it is. It's, it's just like Blade, you know, like Blade. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just a badass. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they just they had to they they had to put those European trash techno rave sub soundtracks to appeal to them. Like nowadays, if you want to appeal to a different country and a different audience, you just go, "Hey, China, give us fucking thirty million dollars into my new franchise, and I'll put one of your Chinese actors into it." Back then, they're like, "Oh, we'll just put some Euro trash fucking music, and we'll, we'll make it work." <laughs> uh, Europeans will like it. it. It'll work out just yeah, fine. Yeah, why not? But those <laughs> are higher. Now you hire Atticus Ross. This is different, though, because <laughs> this was like the same piece of music that was played over and over again. It was like, oh, that's our action piece. <laughs> you know, that crazy guitar thing they were doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, in a way, though, it's trying to stay true to the core audience of the film that was coming anyways and they were coming from the video game and video games around that time were notorious for using the same theme over and over and over over and over and And that was one of the reasons they still kind of yeah and that's one of the reasons you'd (laughs) want to quit some of those games back in the day before you can like fucking goddamn play online with other people it's like you're just going through the same levels and you're like god damn this fucking song is so (laughs) annoying i am done listening to it yeah, like, step outside and make a film. Nowadays, you're like, oh, I'll just play another game. Or turn the music off. Almost yeah, every exactly. game that I play, I just yeah. turn the music off. Like, ten minutes oh, into really? it, I'm like, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, music no, but legitimately, like, not, like, not exaggerating. I like, like a lot of like, video game music. Three, four hours into it, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. But these are games like, you know, Assassin's Creed, Dishonored, something like that, where I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, no, I'm playing this for 20, 40, 60 fucking hours. Uh, I just, the music is so repetitive. Like, you don't have 60 hours of music. I'm sorry. So, it's cool. I don't know. True, I feel true, offended true. by that for some reason. True that, true that. <laughs> well, the the, the, the <laughs> 15th time that I've heard the same fucking cue, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just done. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, like one game that has a badass fucking soundtrack, and it was the first one to win a Grammy. It was done by a buddy of mine. His name was Austin Wentry. He was the composer for Journey, uh, the video game. Oh, is that the one where you go through the sand? You're going through sand? Like you're, yeah, like you're it's going... got different yeah. levels and universes. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like a little ghostly thing. And like, That's a cool but you game. See, but it took, tw- it took fucking – dude, it took 20 years from like the first PS station, like uh, you know, PS PlayStation – Right, uh, 1996 to almost 2016 before that music was recognized as something cinematic to even win something. So it was, and, and the reason we're saying that is because this film was based off of a game. And I just wanted to give a shout out to my buddy Austin Wintry, who's a badass composer. Wow. Yeah, Austin Wintry's the shit. What up, bro? <laughs> what up, bro? What up, bro? <laughs> they, they captured the feeling of the original game in this movie a lot. With like the use of cam- the camera work, like mm-hmm. this like static security cam kind of feel, especially at the beginning, especially they did such a really cool job. Or yeah, the, all that uh, stuff popping up. The line when they go back to the to the laser room where the bodies are gone, and they're like, "Oh no, the bodies are gone!" Like, oh yeah, because the bodies disappear. Like when you, when right, you would kill somebody right. and you come back, the bodies are gone. The bodies yeah. are all gone. So that was like the only the the biggest ode that I noticed just watching it of like. Yeah, but and then the uh, obvious <laughs> style, and then like the way yeah. that the mansion looked, 
was very reminiscent of the video game. Oh yeah, definitely like the statues there. Yeah, d- d- down in the distance. Yeah, and then that um, kind of corridor with the columns. I think that was pretty much straight listed out of the game as well. There was a section that had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the gaudy Godfather. You know, like it, it looks like where the Godfather would have lived. <laughs> like, <laughs> they goddamn marble columns. It's like, goddamn, what gangster lives in this house? Nope, it's just Mila, this hot little so, blonde chick that kicks butt. All right, so, so that, I have a question as as a all person right, I have who a question for that as well. <laughs> all right, so I, all right, confession time. I never played these games. Oh, for real? Same. I, oh, same. I've played same, a lot. Yeah. I played a lot of games and never played these games. Uh, so. It, for those of you that have seen that have played the games and then watched the movie, for those those homages to the games and for those like scenes that are lifted directly out of the games, does that make it better for you or does that make it worse? There's really not that much. I mean, like we were talking about, there's like some camera shots, like some statues, um, the train that's lifted from Resident Evil Two, uh, the the end uh, monster well, no, the end, the, is kind of no, from Resident not even Evil the end Two. Monster. The entire look of the end that like. Uh, that like uh, wire camera shot pullback is straight up Resident Evil Two, the way the the, the city streets and the, all the cars and all that stuff. That, that's 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 exactly some shots, yeah. Because I mean, this but... this wasn't like as as just blatantly like we're gonna make it feel like a video game as like Doom was, or um, fuck, I'm, I just blanked on every other video game movie. <laughs> well, I mean, like none of these characters, all these characters are original for this film. Sure, yeah. Well, the story itself, I, I heard that it was it was not straight from the game. Like they took elements from the game, and obviously, like the overall point of the thing was from the games. But it was like the original script that this was based on wasn't. It was like a it was like a, a wannabe knockoff kind of. It was kind of like a prequel. a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. Yeah, but without actually it, like influenced by the games, but not actually like let's just lift it straight from the games and then just make it into a film. Yeah, man, because it's, it's done by an actually like an actually really good fucking filmmaker, man. All right, let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, shots fired. Uh, what? I like his films. Well, hey, man, uh, okay, he, 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 he did Alien versus Predator. That was an enjoy- yes, he did. See, I enjoyed his films that. are there enjoyable is, films. Yeah, his films. Sure. He, I remember not- Wahid having a couple arguments in my garage with you several times and having t- uh, to take up for Alien versus Predator. <laughs> you weren't Dude, are you, sure uh, you weren't a fail that's, yeah so i'm pretty that, sure that was you, you. Sure? yeah yeah what, yeah, what yeah. Was that was it, we've known each other for a long time was that 10 years ago <laughs> when i had hair because you see brother <laughs> as soon as i went bald i became wiser and i have a lot more wisdom in my life now yeah when i had hair i was just a fucking wreck all right now that i'm this, bald this, it's just been it's been great bald men unite this guy this guy this guy did Event Horizon, so you can't he really did. give that's him too much shit. Oh, because fuck that's yeah. a fucking excellent film. Yeah. Look, He's I, a really good I like he his films, but a lot of people yeah. on the internet give him a lot of shit. Well, you well know, he's done a bunch of bullshit. Can I be like, honest you know. with you? Can I be honest with you? I, you think, I, th- I think they're confusing him with, you know, the Paul four Thomas. other Paul Andersons. Paul Thomas Anderson, <laughs> and they he's, hate how fucking now, pretentious bro. that guy is. And this guy is like, Paul W. S. Anderson, 
and it's just like you know i think there's a little bit of confusion you know what brian that's maybe what it was 10 years ago i thought it was that other asshole director you know like you know <laughs> i know it was this entertaining one that i'm like i fucking love this guy's films they're great man you don't have to put a lot of fucking thought into it you don't have to really follow with a lot of the plot line you can still get it but it's entertaining as fuck it's enjoyable his set designs are always great dude always That's fucking true. great from Mortal That's Kombat true. as much as I dislike that film the set designs on that were phenomenal Event Horizon same thing every oh, single Resident Evil goddamn set design amazing especially this one dude the sealed room dude the tunnels that shit looked amazing I love the fucking production design in this guy's fucking films man I wasn't, wasn't a fan of the liquor though the, 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 the liquor the big the big the big monster I like him before he changes. That's, that's, that's not production design, brother. I was say, I was just talking about production yeah, design. Yeah, character design. I was, design. I was just thinking about God just thinking damn. about the movie. God, <laughs> little bitch. Stay on target. Hey, 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 hey. Stay on hey, target. He, he, he had call over that too, though. Hey, hey, I'm just saying, man. I'm also I'm calling you a little bitch right now because you're a sexy little beast, man. You're. I'm trying to get there. I'm you're trying ki- to get there. You're kind of looking like uh, Paul Thomas Anderson lately. Oh, but, you know. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make uh, frogs <laughs> ring from the sky, bro. You better be careful. <laughs> that's he did that movie, right? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah such a pretentious okay, moment. Right. God. Oh, such <laughs> a pretentious moment. <laughs> <laughs> In the script it says, and frogs rain from the sky. <laughs> All the actors just looked up. They had a tear in their eye and said, wow, that's powerful. Wow, that's a bunch of bull frogs. <laughs> Thanks for the million dollars payday, bro. We really appreciate it. How much are we getting paid for this? Oh, man. It's, but Tom Cruise, that, 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 like, that era like reigned in the Tom Cruise uh, shoulder-length hair that he kind of followed through with like The Last Samurai. Oh, hell yeah. Like yeah, he looked good with that hair. <laughs> Sometimes I rewatch The Last Samurai just to see Tom Cruise's yeah. hair. Yeah, hell yeah. dude. That that's a really good movie too, man. I love that. That's an excellent Samurai. fucking movie, I dude. Love it. I quote that movie and people are like, What? Just, it was just, a good conversation. And I don't, I don't, like, I don't like the fact that it was a white guy <laughs> that was the last samurai. Like, really? That guy's the last samurai? No, no, but, he yeah. wasn't the last samurai. It was Ken about Watanabe. the last Ken, Ken Watanabe, yeah, come on. Uh, you know, but they didn't say, like, you know, uh, Ken Watanabe is the last samurai. They're like, Tom Cruise <laughs> is the last samurai. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's, it's only him on the cover. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, come on. Like, that guy, come on. Um, so the beginning of the beginning of this movie has some really cool uh, people dying scenes. Yeah, uh, it like does. The yeah. yeah, it does. The elevator thing where where the people are trapped in an elevator and then they hear the adjacent elevator fall to people yes. fall to their death. That is so fucking hardcore. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. That that scene reminds me of this. Okay, that if you take the four of us in an elevator and get stuck. I am yeah. that asshole, like that asshole that's like, something's wrong. We need to get the fuck out. And like Mike's like, like super cool, like calm guy. And then like you chill. two are it's like fine. the ones who are like, hey, it's we're going to open. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we need I'm to get the fuck like, out. And like no one is listening to me. I'm like, we need to get the fuck out, bitches. And no one is listening to me. <laughs> and then fucking Mike Griggs fucking put his head out and then it gets chopped off. Uh, yeah, that would mind. 100% be me in this situation. <laughs> I'll tell man. you what, man. I cringe. Like I could like probably fit through. 
I cringed like a motherfucker during that scene. The first, I, I love the fact that they didn't chop her head the first time because you thought that was gonna come. It's just yeah, coming yeah. and it stops, and it's like, ooh, yeah, it's great. They they do that fucking... several times, especially in the intro, yes. like the the whole intro scene. That like there's there's moments where they're like, we're gonna we're gonna take your expectations of this as being a horror movie based on a horror game. And we're just going to kind of flip some things, right? Like there's a bunch of jump scares to make you feel like, oh, something's about right. to happen. No, no, no. Nothing's about to happen. Be chill. Like it's fine. And then, fuck, we're going to just destroy all of those preconceptions. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially, especially like uh, they did that a lot with the actors too. Like uh, the main character's sister, Lisa. You yeah. Know, she was the one that was like super calm coming up to everyone. It's like, what's going mm-hmm. on? They're like, it's a fire oh, trail. Yeah. And she's like. Okay, and then she's the one that knew what was going on with the AI ahead of all of us audience knowing. Uh, she and the girl that was in the lab uh, that was sealed when the virus broke out, looking at the camera yelling because they knew it was an artificial intelligence running that whole facility saying, hey, you know, oh, there's, a there's fire. no it's not fire. A fire. There's no fucking yeah. fire. Like, you know, and then the other one is yeah. like, you know, and then Lisa looked and said something similar like, you know, open the, open the fucking doors. And what was hilarious for me at the open is the way they described the Umbrella Corporation. And then, you know, you see that scene and then you see the, the fucking train. I'm like, shit, dude, they're talking about Amazon because Amazon has a health <laughs> right now. And then the, the, the train, the train's name itself, it's Alexi-5000. It is Alexi. Alexi. I saw that. Yeah, and I'm like, God damn, dude! And an artificial, it's like Alexa, bitch. That's like, 100% we're talking what about I Amazon, man. Like, exactly these moment. guys are yeah. fucking. And That's look, crazy. Amazon is the only company in this goddamn world right now profiting. Every fucking other company and all the fucking banks. I mean, dude, today in the stock market, fucking people that speculate and buy goddamn futures in oil had to pay people to Stay buy their contracts on out. No, that's what I'm saying. Amazon is the <laughs> only goddamn company. No, it's part of the fucking film. The film is the saying this one corporation it just became so powerful that it took over all politics, life, health everything, food distribution, logistics, even the bullets, technology, the and computer. Name on exactly. Yeah, they did. And I'm yep. like, goddamn, bro, that's Amazon. I'm not saying Jeff Bezos is fucking crazy. I'm just saying, like, it's fucking <laughs> Amazon, be. dude. Right. Like, you know, 15, <laughs> 20 saying, years bitch. ago, that the the moments of of like a Oh, this this futuristic thing where there's some massive corporation that's taken over the globe. That's so unrealistic. That's such sci-fi fantasy, right? These days we're like, <laughs> uh, no, we're 100% fucking living this shit. This could totally and happen. we just don't know, like, which city do you actually have this, you know, five miles underground bunker well, that you're experimenting on people? <laughs> which, you know, this facility exists, right? And there's all these people... Who, who who work there, and they all have to go th- through the house to get there? Is that the only entrance and out? And no, out? they said that was the emergency exit. Okay, so all these people work down there, and then the virus gets, uh, you know, somebody breaks the really cool jar of virus, and then that so the computer like freaks DNA out. Strands. Yeah, it looks like DNA strands. It's super sexy. Anyways, uh, so the computer is like, holy shit, the virus has been released. And so it fucking closes the doors and kills everybody inside. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. they, the Umbrella Corporation knows that this was the protocol. So that they know that it worked and that everybody's dead. 
why do they send a team in there? Why don't they just like because they want keep to it, keep it contained? Because they want to fucking experiment. Look, humans are. In, what was the like, purpose of them going down there? They didn't well, know what happened. Is what they said in the movie. They were sending the but, team to investigate. They knew the uh, Red Queen went homicidal, and they, their job was to go in there and shut her down. But that's not what Jared is asking. Jared is saying, we know that's bullshit. Why did they still <laughs> no, send that's, them? No, that's what the team says. Right. Well, no, well, but that, here's that the was, thing. That was the, the explanation because, yeah, given but that, to that the team. But at the very end of the film, those guys were right. prepped. Yeah, so that's the whole thing. Yeah. They knew. What, what Jared is saying, they sent people on a 100% certain suicide mission knowing. But what it is, Jared, I, in my opinion, I think they were wanting to see how bad it would have gotten and if anyone can survive it or not. They knew what they were sending yeah. them into it. They knew it's right. locked down. And they're like, fuck it. We can extend, you know, we can, we can, we, they're expendables, you know, like the, the fucking 10 people we're going to send and Michelle Rodriguez. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense film. because if they, if they knew about it, why would the second team show up with like the hazmat suits at the end? Because they knew like, about why it. Would, why would you not send them <laughs> Be- the first time? They, well, that's no, the yeah, containment. No, that's because, the containment at the end of, of like, so they, they send like, like what are you saying? They send the whole team in to see what's actually happening how external forces could, you know, interact with the virus and it would would they get infected just because they were present or would it be some, you know if if they're military grade high level people who are smart and capable are they still able to withstand what would happen in the aftermath and right. so you're saying they, they sent, weren't they sent them down there to get infected on purpose yes or it well to see like if that. they Study would them. yeah to, to see what would happen and that's because, why like when they came back out, they had the hazmat suits on. They knew that this was the second part of the protocol. Because, like, it, it's really weird. They, they said they were going to go down that. there and try to find people who were infected, but they're, like, swimming through water that has, like, floated dead, you know, infected. The, the water's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when you That's die, true, you right? piss and shit yeah. your pants, and you're doing it in the fucking water, like, so it's all yellow. It's been five hours, and this water is already fucking yellow. Again, yeah, like, man. Yeah, I, th- I think you guys are, like, trying to, like, put is something in the movie that nobody told you because the no, writing we're definitely is like projecting onto the film because the, the writing's the, bad I, that's what it is it doesn't make a lot of sense like you know like some of the expositions and the reasons why characters are doing thing and, and how characters even get around in the story is confusing there's a moment where like two characters are upstairs right um in the office areas where the Lisa character died, right? And it gets revealed that that's his sister. And then in the very next scene after this tender reveal and moment, they're running into where the Red Queen was and zombies are chasing them. And it's just like, was there a deleted scene there? And that's just kind of how this whole movie is. It's just kind of like... The whole yeah, movie is like that. Believe, I, I felt that several times for sure. Like When you guys like, were talking there's... about vignettes last week, that's what this felt like. <laughs> yeah, there, there's so much in this film that's that's left to like. I'm gonna project my experience with the game onto the film. I'm gonna expect. I'm gonna project my own imagination of what could have happened, what should have happened. Like this, this movie to me is like the penultimate example of we're gonna launch a franchise and we're gonna explain nothing. Yeah, dude, I'm okay with it. I'm Watching okay with this that. film. Like it, it was not an enjoyable experience, a satisfying experience uh, in and of itself by itself. Like it, it, it didn't have like a start to finish. Like a, oh cool, I just experienced something. It was like a, I want to see more. I want to understand what the fuck is going on. 
Yeah. And like remembering all the other movies that I now want to watch again for the second time. Cause I've only ever seen them all once. Uh, like, like, like they're, they're all super fun. They're all super interesting because they all, there's six fucking movies, right? Yeah. So you yeah. know that there's more and there's more mystery to explain and there's more character to, ex- mm-hmm. you know, all the things like this, just, this was like a, the, the, the biggest, we're going to start a franchise and we're just not going to explain anything kind of film to me. But, but l- l- let me ask you guys a question. Do you really want a film like this to try to explain anything or do you want it to be enjoyable and a fun ride? For me, these films, do, do they have them? to be different? Can I get both of those? You can get both of those, but no. Ryan, not everyone's going to be a genius director like Denis, you know, Bellevue, whatever. No, man. Like, his last name, or he can mix whether, whether, awesome. whether you explain something or not, like, can I just have a good movie that's entertaining? Like, it's, it doesn't matter whether you explain something or not. You can, you can have it both ways. It doesn't have to, like. But this is a good film that's entertaining. I know. Just because some scenes don't mix together, I mean, it's just like, man, you know, this was a cool little action scene. I agree with cool. that. It had nothing to do with, like, that whole service. Look, scene. dude, you're the one who's trying to fill <laughs> plot holes that, like, fucking. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, the yeah, one yeah, who yeah. brought I'm, this I'm up, just, okay? Yeah, I'm oh, responding okay, to okay, it, okay? okay? Fair, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I fucking walked into that goddamn. Hole under <laughs> underneath Raccoon City. By the way, the dumbest fucking name for a fucking city. They're like, well, Gotham was taken. We just gotta call it Raccoon fucking City again. Well, it's the same thing in the game too. Dumbest fucking name. You're dealing with some like Japanese translation on some of this stuff. Oh That's wait, shit! This weird. is a Japanese into IP. Oh yeah, yeah, I think yeah. The original is. Oh yeah, oh, the original title that. is uh, Biohazard in Japan. Oh, yeah. Shit. That's, That's why it's got it's Resident like, Evil. Everyone's like, why the fuck is this called Resident Evil? Is it? Well, because the original uh, one was, was in a home. It was all in a mansion. Yeah. You know? It's some it's the the evil yeah. resident. They couldn't fucking call it Biohazard. Resident oh, Evil. Dude, I'm, I swear to God, man. When it comes so much to, better. When it comes to sci-fi and horror film, <laughs> Japanese people have some awesome fucking crazy-ass whacked-out ideas. Like Death fuck Note yeah, came from there, right? The, the Death Note came from there, right? Um, man, I grew up watching Japanese cartoons by uh, Studio Ghibli. And oh, man. Amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, great dude, stuff. Amazing. Yes. Oh, I know. Dude, we should have a studio. You know what? When yes, we're out of we the should COVID, do a whole month of that. When we out, I love when Japanese we're out cinema. Of the COVID, you know, those things, those things are so nostalgic and so beautiful and so homely in a way. That I think oh, when yeah. we come out of COVID, we should we should uh, do a month where we do Studio Ghibli, which, by the way, is an Arabic name for Northern Winds. Because I when I fir- when I first really? wanted to name my company, I wanted to call it Ghibli because yeah, that's how all Arabs uh, fucking pray towards Mecca. That's the Ghibli. Hmm. That's where it comes hmm. from. Ghibli. Go look it up, man. Yeah. Wow. It's on Wikipedia. I put that entry in there. I'm kidding. I did. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we should definitely do. But fucking Japanese people, man. Props to you guys. Please listen to us in Japan. We love you guys. We yeah, love everything man, about yeah. you guys, man. You and South Korea. You guys do some fucking amazing films. And, and you make amazing IPs, food. Man. And, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I miss sushi, bro. I've been home cooking I miss, for two I months. I miss kimchi. Mm. Yes, I miss too. I miss all kinds of food, bro. Mm. Dude, we need, we need, a, we need a, a movie crew boys night out. Yeah, dude. After this, for sure. If we all survive. <laughs> Mike is not <laughs> He's out shooting every other day So fucking much Don't get me started 
can't believe you guys are working so much. It's insane. So, so much. So, so are you? Are you? Are you around? Uh, uh, are you around the virus where it feels like Resident Evil to you, where you feel like people are about to turn zombies every every second there in the hospital? Moments. There have there have definitely been moments where we're like, oh yeah, no, we gotta get around this big group of people, but stay kind of far away and still shoot them. Yeah, but do we have permission? No, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh wow. I've only had like three nervous breakdowns of I might actually have the virus right now. But God damn. I'm so glad you're over there right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm just, you know, anxiety all the time. Good support, cool. Jared. It's Good cool. support. No, no, no. I, I, Way I miss to go. You. I miss you, sir. I wish I, I miss you. Better, I miss your, better I miss improve. your mask. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I want to bring it back to something Brian was just saying a minute ago uh, about, like, can, can't we have an entertaining movie and a good zombie movie at the same time? Um, I Please. thought about that a lot, like, since yesterday watching it again for the second time in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love those little digs. Right. <laughs> I mean, I watched it, like, when it came out or whatever. Um, I've seen this movie I, probably I, 40 I, times. That's good. Really? That's yeah. I, I have I've watched all wow. six of them, and I have enjoyed all six of the movies. Holy shit. This is the only one I've ever seen. But, like, they're all super fun for, for what they are. But, but like, it's, it's interesting to explore this movie, like, from the concept of what if this was the only one, right? Like, what if this wasn't the start of a franchise? What if there wasn't five in the movies to explain all the things? Like, what if this was the only one? Um... It's interesting that that with basically every zombie movie, there's this sort of you go into it and you're like, oh, it's a zombie movie. So there's stipulations that come into it, right? Like you have to shoot him in the head. You can't just like shoot him in the chest. So every zombie movie has to explain this at some point, right? Yeah, right. Or or every zombie movie has to like kind of lean into the fact that people who are watching this know what a zombie movie is. But this this is a zombie movie that doesn't say the word zombie. A lot of them don't. They're infected. A lot of them don't, yeah. and it's so interesting to kind of see how how are you going to take the rules and kind of make them different? How are you going to make them apply to this film or to this adaptation or to this version of of the zombie as a thing? You know, who, which character is going to get the exposition that explains what's going on and why we can't kill them and why they're still alive? And is that going to be an interesting moment? But that's why this film is brilliant, right? Because really you didn't have any of the characters that you really wanted to get along with as far as human connection explain any of that stuff it was the ai that explained all of it the creepy little ai and different pro- yeah a little british fucking snobby ass bitch like her name no, would have been like samantha here. sinclair like she looks like a samantha sinclair okay like <laughs> she's like oh, she's like listen karen <laughs> yeah she's like she's like oh oh uh, if you shot me down we're, you're all going to die and then when they powered her back up she's like i told you you're going to die bitch like you didn't listen to me i like i love I this ai character you. man i told you but no the the ai is not the only thing that's delivering the rules there's like a whole moment where we are establishing um zombies and like how we shoot them in the head that is no. She told them that. No, she, she told, she them, told them, them that. She, she tells them that. that. But every scene before that. They but didn't no, kill before anyone before that scene, she gets the, bit the, in the hand, 
right? Yeah. And, she, and she, how does how does she she ends up having to shoot him shoot her in the head? I mean, that's the typical she did, she, Romero. She didn't, she didn't shoot her in the head before that. They were they were shooting. They were that that scene w- was where I started thinking about this, which is why I remember it so well. They were all wasting their ammo, and they said like three times, like we're running out of ammo, we're running out of ammo, like nothing is working. Like, why are they fucking dying? And then they get locked up in that fucking room, and the AI is like. Yeah, okay, so here's what it is, and here's Massive what the T-virus is. Massive trauma to the top of exactly. the brainstem. Right. Exactly. So you're saying we have to shoot them in the head. No yeah. shit. Welcome to the zombie movies. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. And but remember, too, when this film came out, there was not a lot of zombie films. This was not the overload of zombie films from 2007, 2016. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, there has like, been a lot This was lot the same year as uh, 28 Days Later. Yeah, but 20, no, twenty days no. later, it came out in the United States in two thousand three. That's another one of those festival really? years. Well, damn it! They need to fix that shit on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, stop. Hey, man, you can't believe everything on the internet. All right, just God because damn you it. know they put it out on the internet. I, that's Jerry. why I have Brian. I saw, the problem I saw with that America, in theaters, buddy. man. I remember that very, very. That, that was a big thing. Now that that changes zombie movies. This did not. This was Romero. Hey, Brian, when when this film came out, did this come out around the same time as Zack Snyder's uh, – what's that zombie film? Dawn of the Dead? Or? No, that was like two yeah. years later. Two, so Zack Snyder was two years later after this yeah, film? Yeah, that was – this one – wow. Yeah, that was that was after 28 Days Later. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Those are two – those are two amazing, entertaining uh, – uh, Excellent. Vi- yeah, excellent fucking zombie films. Yeah, and 28 Days Later, they introduced that, you know, like, even if you get something, a drop in your eye, yeah. it could take you there. Yeah. Fuck, that's fucked up. And it happened so quick. Th- I mean, that's, I not, know. that's not too different than what we're experiencing right now. It's just <laughs> not zombies. Like, right. You touch something, and then you touch your eye, and then you've got the zombie virus. I mean, the COVID. Well, according to this one, the T-virus can spread even through a scratch. Of right, which is right. fucking insane. Which they didn't, they didn't really, like, that, that was a pretty... High level, like oh, well, let's scratch a character and then get that. They didn't do that in this film. Well, that, that's how that's how the last guy, the guy who's going to turn into Nemesis, he gets scratched. Yep, he gets scratched by the liquor. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, you're and right. That, that's when the guys with the hazmat suits that put him in, they're like, they're like, he's mutating. Uh, he's mutating. Take, take him to the isolation ward. Take, yeah, take him <laughs> to, the, uh, to the the Nemesis, Nemesis program. Right, right. Yeah. Which I remember the Nemesis thing from the second film more than I remember his character from this so film, which did, says a lot. Do they, do they pick up with the second one right where it leaves off right there with her standing there? Yes. Ish. Really? Ish. Yeah. Ish. No, like, it, so, it starts back. Um, you, like you see the city when it's kind of put together. Oh, okay. And then it kind of picks up, and I think like it's like twenty minutes in, you pick up with Alice's story. But like essentially, the the way that it, they don't really explain the jump of time at the end of this film. They just go from like a oh you're fine to oh fuck everything done. Yeah. I liked it though. I liked it though. Yeah, which it's it's kind of interesting. Like that that again to kind of think of this film just as a standalone like if nothing else happened after this like that's right. an interesting way to like oh yeah no we thought things were cool and then things aren't cool and that's I love movies that that leave things kind of open ended mm-hmm. like they finish the story and it's satisfying but at the same time like there's so much room for the imagination to happen after well and then you see her growth 
as uh, like Alice's growth as becoming like a badass as she remembers more and more of who she is and all that stuff. Right. Dude, I love those fucking films, man. It's like the Iliad. You're going through the fucking journey. Whoa, 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 like whoa. The hero's whoa. fucking journey. <laughs> it's, it's in a much dumber form. It's I get deep. it. It's in a much dumber fucking relevant to us form. But you know what? When the fucking Iliad was fucking written 4,000 years ago, they were just as dumb as we think about it right now if we were to say the same shit, dude. Come on. She right. has a journey. It's awesome. She didn't remember who she was, all that stuff. Started coming back. You thought she was a collaborator. Like, you thought she really worked for Umbrella. And then, no, wait, no, she was helping people try to expose that corporation. And then all her motor skills as far as muscle memory started coming back in. Like, the first time she uses where she's, like, triple punching the motherfucker, like, that, <laughs> that zombie cop. Against all the yeah. the the dogs or whatever. Oh, the oh zombie God, dogs. Dude, that dog Z. The, yeah. the, the, the zombie dog. Those are pretty cool. was amazing, dude. That dog so Z good. was fucking awesome because, like, right before that scene happened is the first little hybrid creepy looking dude break out and you're like oh that looks really bad VFX wise and then the dogs come in and you're like god damn you just redeemed you're yourself like, that happened mm. right after you're like these fucking dogs look then you totally like, redeemed yourself yeah. to me to me yes to me I'm like yes let's see these dogs try to fuck her up man and she like that, dude, I remember fucking doing that shit where I would, like, run towards, like, a corner of a fucking wall and put one foot on one and one foot on another and jump and do a twist. Damn, bro. You're, like, gently. Fuck oh, yeah, man. bitch. And then your friend was like, what are you doing up there? Yeah, exactly. And it's really badass. I just killed your dog. all that shit herself. Uh-huh. Apparently, it took her, like, three months dude. of training just to be able to do that one fucking one. Behind Which, the scenes stuff. good for you, ass. Mila. How, good how, for you. How did she not learn all that stuff from the fucking Fifth Element? That was, like, seven years before this film. Little Dadder's multi-pass. Uh, I, I know. know, dude. She's, she's so fucking... Dude, she's a talented, gorgeous, she's beautiful, so smart and real she's so actress, good. man. White. That is so not fair. And you get, you to, see, how, like, you get to see a little side tit. You get to see yeah. a little, little <laughs> In side In both of these movies. She was pointing. Like, you get to see a little side tit. No, oh, man. Dude, you get oh, a nipple. Yeah. You get a, a little she, nipple she, in there. A she side nipple. Sh- yeah. side in both of these movies, she's running around in like a real thin white little thing, barely covering. Fuck and like yeah. Fifth Element, she's like where it's like toilet paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this one, it's like a, it's, hey, it's like a dentist. She bib. saw she saw the future of the COVID nineteen. <laughs> she's like, I will just paper toilet oh. myself everywhere. She's married to the director. Yeah, apparently oh, from what? this movie. What? Yeah, they got three kids together. Yeah. Did Dude, you do all of my this? My respect to that guy went movies? to here, bro. No. But she, wasn't she also dating the du- Luke Besson as well? Yeah, No, she was married. Were, were, she was married to him. She was married to yeah, him. Yeah, for two years at, at yeah, least. She, she, like, she likes directors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, she, I mean, she, she definitely uh, upgraded. You know, I mean, Luke the, uh, Besson, uh, the, <laughs> the actor-director relationship. It's intimate. Uh, Man, there's a lot of cool. emotional exchanges from a director to an actor. I'm, I'm sure what he can... Relate to that? Uh, no, or? no, no. I'm I'm sticking to uh, being a producer on this podcast, bro. I'm not going to talk <laughs> about being a director on this. I will not discuss those things. Um, you know? Um, I think it's funny that, that you guys keep calling her Alice because they never actually call – they never say anybody's name really much. That, yeah, movie. that well, is, that is one of the interesting things about the characters. Like like the IMDb has her name. I, you know, the credits have her name, but she's never referred to. You're You're totally right. It's weird. It, it's like, you know, it, it's another, like, do they do that so you can, like, put yourself in that role? You know, you're, you're not having to associate with a specific character. It's just a, it's just the person that you're following. Hmm. 
I, so sometimes I wonder if those kinds of things, like, do you write a character's name as Alice? Like, oh, this is the, you know, the the quasi protagonist. She's the main character to to a degree that we're trying to relate to because we're sort of trying to relate it to like Alice in Wonderland and going to this oh, crazy thing. That's good. That actually you know? that ties really well. Yeah. But at the oh, same time, doing, like the Red Queen, Alice. Right, the yeah, Red yeah, Queen, no doubt, Alice. Yeah. I didn't but, think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's but, awesome. Well, but Jared, without actually like explicitly saying that. But yeah, without explicitly saying that in in the film, like, is that something that's just in? This is something I think about a lot. Like, is that something that's just just in the way that we as filmmakers like think about going into it, trying to make it like this is what we're trying to say. This is what we're trying to make the story be about. But like, failing to make sure that's actually in the final product. Um, do those emotions still come through? Do those do those thoughts still con- are they still conveyed without being so explicit? Like that's not a rhetorical question. Like, do you guys feel that it's actually coming through? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's, it's 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 a deep question for me. I don't know how to answer that, man. I gotta think about that shit because then that that requires me trying to get into the psyche of what a, what that director specifically did for this film. Which I can't do because I don't know that person personally. Well, okay. So, so, do you think it worked? Do you do you think their attempt to make it feel like a an Alice in Wonderland kind of like journey into further realms of craziness? I think like re- actually I, I came th- through. I think the reference one hundred percent came through. The journey, no, it's completely two different. Journey, things. no, I mean, totally this not. This one has fucking zombies in it. I think it's help. <laughs> I think it's helpful when it. it when you're creating something to have like some kind of guide like that, yeah. you know, um, if if you if you want to let the audience know that that's what you were referencing as some kind of inspiration, I think that's cool. But well, is that does something it that, added, that is does ha- her having having her name be Alice and the computer being called Red Queen? Does that really add anything to the story? Not really. Is, is that something that Not that really. is equally effective um, in retrospect, right? Like in reading a review and, and looking at it later and realizing, oh, those characters were named this and I can now think back and, and kind of associate it with that. And so I'm going to... Th- I think it's like a nice little Easter egg that he put in there for people like us to talk about it. And you know what? I think he... Uh, I, I think if, if that was the question, um, the response is 100% yes because we're talking about it. <laughs> right. no, and creative inspiration is very important, you know? We all, you know... Oh, for sure. You all have your, for sure. your thing when you start a project, like if it's a painting or a book you read or whatever else. You know, there's other influences that artists have. Yeah, you can just rip off everyone, man. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the problem, right? You, you're either doing it with you knowing it or you did it subconsciously and, you know, because of something yeah. you saw that was cool before. Dude, and, and you know what? Look, I'm going to be honest. For the longest time when people were like, oh, shit, I did that subconsciously. Like, ah, you're a fucking liar. I'm like, get the fuck out of my goddamn face. You're fucking lying about that shit. You knew what you were doing. And then I wrote a script about five years ago. And there's a line in there, and I literally just – it was subconscious. I just wrote it. I thought it was original to mine. I was like, oh, shit, no, that's from the movie Rules of Attraction, where the guy goes like, you're like an asshole on my elbow. (laughs) And and so it's funny because, like, I ended up working with the executive producer of that fucking movie, uh, James Deutsch. And when he read the script, he told me, he's like, dude, you know that was in my other film, like, from 10 years ago. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) So it happens, man. You know, inspiration and whatever you want to call it. It's just... Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. All, all I have to say is this film on its own holds up really well. 
and I love this film. I love the visuals, and like, dude, even the trailer, man. I like the trailer. Maybe like hokey bullshit early two thousands trailer, but the clips that they used for it, in my opinion, like conveyed the film very well. You know what it sounds like nice to me? Segue. Yeah, right. It sounds like nice segue. Time. It's time to roll the trailer. <laughs> This trailer brought to you by WA Films. Thank you. Oh, come on, dude. Do do the whole name. Do it proper. Come on. <laughs> the trailer for Resident Evil brought to you by WA Films. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Deep underground. In a top secret research lab, security has been breached. A deadly virus, capable of contaminating the entire world, has been released. Oh my god. We have to get out of this building! Who's that? It's the brakes! It's okay, we're here to help. Now, an elite team has been sent in to stop it. Five hours ago, Red Queen went homicidal. Who's the Red Queen? State-of-the-art artificial intelligence. The corporation's keeping a few secrets down here. But they have only three hours left before it begins infecting and mutating the whole human race. Everyone stay calm. You have to get out. Don't listen to anything she says. She's a holographic representation of the Red Queen. Maybe our only way out of here. She's still standing. She isn't standing now. No one is immune. Resident Evil. You're all going to die down here. Take it away, baby. And well, we're back. That was the trailer. <laughs> He's Somebody like, Brian, take it, it away. Come on. Yeah, that was the trailer for Resident Evil. Dude, I keep uh, I keep forgetting how uh, awesomely heavy feminist women leading film for a, a monster disaster film this is, man. God damn. Not only are they all badass action stars. And they have really good delivery, and they're good actors, but they're so fucking gorgeous. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he, he's you playing to genre tropes, right? Like uh, Alien. There's even a, a shot. They even played it in the trailer we just saw with the uh, the great, with the it's the very depth of field with their hands coming up. Their hands coming and, up. Yeah, oh, yeah, it goes to the close up. Yeah. yeah, that's a shot from Alien. And they do that as a jump scare in the movie. Like, doosh, yeah. your hand comes yeah. up. Uh, I love this fight. Dude, that trailer just amped me up. I'm like, I can go watch this film again. You can. <laughs> Jesus. This is a good fucking franchise. Three ninety nine on iTunes. Dude, I know. Uh, you know what? A lot of people give shit to our industry. They think we don't make money, but I'm like, bitch, can't imagine. When was this film made? 2001, and it got released in 2002. All right? And I still had to pay four bucks to watch it. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Our industry makes money, bitch. Oh, you can watch the uh, last installment song streaming on Crackle right now. I don't have Crackle, bro. The uh, yeah, that's yeah, a free streaming do. service. Yeah, everybody. Well, at has least Crackle, three of them bro. are on Netflix right now. 
Um, really? Oh, I'd like to watch yeah. the second one. I'd like to see the second yeah, one. Yeah, I think it's the the fourth, fifth, and or the third, fourth, and fifth one. Damn, so or I got to pay fifth, for the second one, something one, like that, and then I can watch that. Yeah. yeah, the first two or the first three are not available on any of the streaming, but the there's at least three that are. And I'm pretty mm. sure they're on Netflix. What a good fucking franchise, man! The fourth oh, and fifth one are worth gosh. watching, for sure. Yo, yo, guys. Well, when they get Allie Lauder, Lauder, what is what is yeah. Lauder? Yeah, Lauder. She's fantastic. She is. She's fucking awesome. Going back to the, the females kicking ass and everything. I, you and know, Mila, 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 and Michelle Rodriguez. Come okay, on. no, oh, she's man. some Michelle Rodriguez of, can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, man, yeah, I, she you know, no, some kills it in this. No, I think the director mishandled some of her close-up one-liners. Okay, like okay, her fair. delivery of "blow me." It's not bad. <laughs> it's how it's it's how it's handled in stage where it's like this really like long dramatic, you know, two shot and then she like has to lean in and then it cuts and she leans in and goes blow me. Blow me. <laughs> yeah, but And then see, she leans see, out of the shot and it's like mm uh, Brian, no, that was Brian, not time. Yeah, yeah, you see, you yeah. see that, that that was that's a director. That, that's fault. poor for yeah. that's not, yes. Yeah, that, that that's a good director point. fault. I, I that's said that. Fault. I said that at the so beginning, that, and it's yeah. a good oh, point. Okay. And yeah, it's a fair point. No, I don't think it's, it's not her delivery. It's literally how it's blocked. It's not the line. It's not her. It's not even the editor cutting into it. It is literally. It's that is a director failure to make. Full use of that particular situation. Yeah. Not looking out for his actors. Brian, we're like zombies, bro. We, we can't hear you unless you yell in the microphone going, that's what I said. <laughs> and they're like, hur, hur. Wait, can you not hear me? We can oh, no, I can hear you. I was just fucking with you. Oh. Yeah. You know, Dick. you're old, bro. We can fuck with you now. <laughs> Look at Brian's face. Hell yeah, bro. You can be he can be the badass uh, umbrella, umbrella CEO. Making uh, four million dollars a minute. Whatever, dude. I would be like ground getting zombies. I'd be wearing that gas mask, dude. I take that gas mask off and be the bald guy with like some stubble on his face. You'd be like, "Oh, that guy's fucking tough." I'd be like, "Hi, guys. How you doing?" <laughs> How's your mom with I'm good. Pretty good. Wasn't that character? We're in gonna have film? to dub him. Yeah, yeah. They didn't give him any lines. He was like one of the. <laughs> he was the like one of the white guys that just died in the uh, yeah, laser right. room. Yeah, and the, yeah. You know, the only character that annoyed me in this whole fucking film is the IT guy. The guy that, like, tries to take her... The guy that opened up all the doors. What's his name? I don't know. I, I can't remember a character. Uh, yeah, the I guy that, was. Yeah. 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 He's the only character that annoyed me in this whole film. I understand why he was there. I think if they had a better actor, it would have been a better role. But uh, it was just... He was really annoying. But other than that, man, like... <laughs> If I give this film anything point anything, like if I don't give it a full 10 and I go like it's a 9.5, it would be because of that fucking dude. <laughs> no, man, he kind of grows no, 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 on I'm me not, at, I'm, by I'm, the I'm, end I'm of the I'm movie. Eh, he has a redemption arc, and I get it. I like his suicide scene where he, you know, it's bro, revealed bro, he doesn't the, do it. The, 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 character, the character and the arc for the character are very fucking well established and well done. I'm saying the actor himself. I don't think it was a good choice in casting. Well, they gave him something that's to do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. To find him. That's all I'm saying. Like, some of the zombies in the film were better actors than him. Just that's all, that's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's really I'm saying. bad. Well, like, she's fucking what, girl with the white coat that gets uh, up and she's like, oh, I'm about to kill you inside this locked in chamber, you know, while the big monster is coming in. 
And this motherfucker is like, <laughs> I disabled her because she's getting crazy. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck you, dude. What fucking acting school did you go to? Isn't this fuck the him. same guy that was like 10 minutes trying to punch in the, the numbers? Yeah, yes. And, yeah, that and then fucking like, annoying guy. Yeah. And then, see, and then he's saying. like, let me punch in the numbers. And then all of a sudden he remembers exactly what they are yeah, in the particular and it, order. And he sent, and he sent saying, like dude. eight numbers in a row. And yeah. it's like, you just tried to punch in ten numbers and you couldn't remember those eight numbers yeah. that you now yeah. apparently know when you and don't I, and have to be and the I, one and to I, punch I, them in. What? I get that. I get. I totally get that too. I get that. And, you know, if you've never seen zombies and people are attacking you, you're going to be frazzled and you're not going to remember shit. Totally get that. What I'm trying to say is if Brad Pitt played that role – we would have been like, God damn, that actor is fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. There's not a lot to do with that role. I mean. Dude, yes, there is. Yes, there is. Delivery, timing, pauses, like what, what Mike just said. You're like, I couldn't believe that that guy couldn't remember it, and now he remembers it. A better actor would have made you believe that he couldn't remember <laughs> yeah. it, and now he fucking yeah, remembers it. I think that's, that's what I'm, fucking I'm saying. Well, no, I'll, hold up. But that's, some of that's the writing. The reason he remembers it nah. is because another guy comes up and yells at him. Nope, nope. Come to audition rooms with me, bro. I mean, good actors can make that fucking shitty writing work. But that's, that's what, what the actor was told to do. I mean... No, bro. Good actors fucking bring their own shit to the table, son. Yeah, he would have... if he, he could I'm going to remind you of that in your next reason. film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better. I'm going to be like, uh, you better. okay, why well, he... See, so, I'm not taking any so fault. Actors, I just already they... said that. <laughs> <laughs> so if it sucks, I'll be like, the good actor just wanted to have their way. Sorry, yeah. Brian, go ahead. No, that's soundbite. I'm just going to put it on my phone, so every time you call, I'm going to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, he... <laughs> it seems like he should have been able to find a reason for, like, I can't remember it because something, like... There was just there was no delivery at all that made me believe that he couldn't remember it besides the fact that he was supposed to not remember it in that moment. Thank you. Thank there was there was See, no motivation, there was no Brian. reason for it, and then all of a sudden like That's okay, someone else is punching in it. Yeah. But, oh my God, Brian! You right. yell at me all the time. I still Brian. tell you what fucking timeline no, to that's, get that's, back to and what to cut. Look, so guys, someone yells at you and you remember numbers, but someone but like but fifteen people are trying happened. to eat you. And 15 people trying to eat you, and then you can't remember it, but someone yells at you and you can't remember it? Is that, is that the difference here? Yeah. Because yeah. And that's which one writing. has more pressure? Yeah. Oh, my God, someone's yelling at me. Oh, oh, let me remember. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's, what this really helps. that's what it's this director was selling you, one, man. 1-3-9-7-4-6-2. Hey, man. Hey, man. You, you can know either what? drink the Kool-Aid uh, or not. Hey, Brian, what, what was the budget on this? How much money? The budget was uh, $33 million. Thirty-three. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good. Dude, uh, those sets are amazing. They're all fucking custom yeah. built. Yeah. Like the server room? And water oh tanks. My God. They're all water how, sets. How many of those like underground scenes were shot in like German subways? <laughs> actually, actually, none, no, of them. none of them. Some of them, I think some of those were actual um, interrogation rooms and stuff. Wow, really? But yeah. none of like the, the crawling on the pipes and the... the... I think that's all set. The, that's all that's set all stuff. Set, yeah. Because no, no pipe big... in real life can support that many fat yeah. Americans on it. <laughs> and hey, not Sorry, Brian. Oh, for here. sure. Hey, it falls eventually. Brian. It falls eventually. And that's my favorite scene in the movie because the dude's like. I love that scene. He's, he's, like, he's like about to give up, you know. And, yeah, the and bad actor. Like, he was such yeah, a coward. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> terrible. Himself. Yeah, and, and it, but then it's the best it's, it's like, like the that. best thing in the movie. It's it's like never give up because there's always a way out. He turns around and it's right there. If he would just look to his right, it was right there the whole time. <laughs> just crawl yeah. away. That's also the best <laughs> zombie scene in the film. 
That well, is all definitely the up? best zombie scene. Yeah. yeah. That's well, the that most moment. Area, yeah. that whole area. Well, you see, like, all yeah. the hands coming up, and they're, like, crawling along the thing. And I, ha- I had the thought during that exact moment of, like, how who designed these tunnels so that, like, people, <laughs> there's just enough space for a person to crawl on these tubes that no one should ever have to be on, but there's just enough space for someone to, like, crawl atop Hey man, someone, uh, someone they can walk on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you exactly who designed that. An engineer who's also a prepper because his wife's name is Karen. And, uh, <laughs> and there's never he's known. like, hey, bro, if I'm going to design a facility <laughs> underground, it's obviously going to come out of it. I'm going to make a crawl space house so survivors yeah. can come out and tell us and we can hunker down in our basements. Well, there's they, they, they pass through like three different, mo- three different like <laughs> Karen. crawl who's space. Karen? Who's Karen? Do we need an explanation of Karen? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I think we need to explain to Brian what Karen is. Oh, Mike, Karen, why the most you, why racist you, Why don't you explain? You can... Yeah, I was going to say, Mike and Jared, explain to Brian the racist Karen. Listen, uh, Karen. Because I'm, I'm a brown guy, and I'm saying Karen. Karen. And, uh, that's a very racist thing against white people. That is Karen. like the white person's N-word. Fuck you, Karen. Karen. Yeah. It's like the lady who complains every time she goes to a restaurant. She's like, excuse yeah. me, I need to see a manager. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and Starbucks. My fuck my that lady. Is I'm sorry your feelings enough. are hurt right Listen, now, Karen. but I've been called that sand N word for about I, 15 years in this goddamn country, and I'm gonna call you Karen for another 15 years. I, I, right? I had one, had one come up to me. I was fair. working at the Hard Rock Cafe, and she said, "She says, excuse me, this is the worst pineapple martini I have ever had. Can I speak to your manager?" Listen, Karen. No, you cannot. No, hey, Karen. No, you can't. Triggered. And listen, Triggered listen. Right now. We're all saying that, and Karen has been a thing for about three years. But Mingo then Karen pineapple. Baskins comes in and fucking embodies that, and goddamn Tiger King. And this is what makes America fucking great. Oh my God. Karen fucking Baskins. So accurate. She so fucking accurate. lived up to Karen from three years ago when she called the police on black people having a barbecue <laughs> on the goddamn. <laughs> that was the original Karen. This one just fucking killed motherfuckers with a tiger. Just like Mila kills motherfuckers with goddamn zombies in the second and third ones. Because in this one, nice. she is very fucking humanist. And passionate, and she tries to save you as much as she can, even if she her does. life is on the line. And the other ones, she's like, nah, bitch. She My training cold. kicked in. You either get the fuck out or not. And if I am going to try to save you, I'm going to do it in a goddamn action-y, amazing, hot, sexy Mila, goddamn <laughs> gorgeous fucking way. So and good. here, she's just more like, you know what? She's like, when she was telling, when she was yelling at the guy before he shot himself, the guy, the, the actor that I don't like, when she was, yeah, she's like, come on. And he's like, no, just go. She's like, no. And then they cut to a close up of her, and she was like, no, no, I need you. Like, you can believe that she really wants this guy to survive. She appreciated what he did for the group, and she wanted him to survive. But then he was such a bad actor, he did not deserve to survive. <laughs> here's the here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> Here's a big question. Who, who did it better, uh, Mila Yelovich in uh, Resident Evil or Kate Beckinsale in the Underworld series? Oh, Mila, fuck you. 100%. Mila, 100%. <laughs> Mila. Don't, don't go Not against Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. No, sorry. come on. It's Mila. Come on. I'm sorry. Mila. God damn Mila. it. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. God damn it. I'm, get, I'm guessing right. Mike has a hard-on for uh, so, Underworld. So much. Kate Not Beckinsale. that I have anything against Kate Beckinsale, right? First, Mila. first and Mila. only ever – which Crush, series is better? Goddamn. Me, uh, Mila's our Sigourney like Weaver, bro. Mila's our Sigourney okay, okay. Weaver, bro. Who delivered it better? Mila Jovich. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. That, but what Who series do I like more? 
Kate Beckinsale. She's actually gorgeous. <laughs> like, that's not a question. <laughs> well, that's hey, not man, even that, a question. That's, that's an aesthetic thing. You like brunettes. We like blondes. All right, shut the fuck up. I'll take the vampire blondes, over, like the, the, over the zombie hunter any day. Bro, you looking at your notes? Wait, 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 no, I no, I. Shine in, no, man. Have I don't, some fun. I didn't have, I don't have anything to. Do you not to, like yeah. this film? What, what's wrong with you? This is a good film. It's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a nice. It's a good guilty pleasure. I really bro, enjoy it's a zombie film. You know, it's got Mila. It's got Michelle. It's got watching a it in the background. Bro, it's got it's got. It's not a movie I really pay a lot of attention you, you to, and you know I kind of regret doing film. that today, to be honest with you. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, oh, yeah, and looking at it with a critical eye, yeah, it's you, better you can't, you to watch, watch just kind of on the background. Like, yeah, you but, you, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that because as I was watching it, I was seeing like the you know, you know, as as a filmmaker and as, as somebody who's trained to see things, you, you see all the flaws and, and the goofiness of it. But then I started watching the behind the scenes stuff and seeing what they did to get this done. It's insane. It, it, it's like it's amazing. You know, all the all the wire work and all the you know crazy cameras and explosions and. Wait, yeah. elaborate. I've never seen the behind the scenes on this film. Uh, there's this really badass, uh, sh- you know, the, the the ending shot where uh, where you're over uh, Raccoon City and it looks like Resident Evil 2 with all the police cars and and, and, and she steps out. It's a fucking badass shot for sure. Yeah, and she she steps out and she's wearing like the the, the white like uh, like uh, surgeon's coat and then with you the know, dentist paper gown with her ten- yeah. <laughs> dentist anyway, so made out, out of paper towels <laughs> uh, she steps into the shot and then and then i and then i thought it was like a helicopter shot or something but it's actually they they have this giant it's about the size of a car and it's a wire uh, camera rig two different wires and they they, they and it, it just goes all the way through an entire city block and it goes all the way up and they shoot it in one shot but i'm guessing they had to paint the wires out cuz i don't know how i don't I, I don't know how you don't see the wires no, I, yeah, yeah, that was an interesting shot. Like, I was very impressed with it and definitely thought in the moment, like, how much of this was was digital really replaced? How much of this was, like, some kind of a matte painting? How much is – did they do a whole fucking street? Cause the, the, no, they did. The, the length of the going. shot is real. Like, it's just insane how big that shot is. You can s- sure. You can see the – the copy and the pasting of the street. Well, yeah. They literally yeah. just take the one yeah, block and they, it's, it's mirrored. It's still impressive reading. for sure. Hey, hey, it's I'm, absolutely I'm, impressive. I'm really curious. No, I mean, you, right, but you can see as it. As a director yeah. and a producer, but I've also DP'd a lot of stuff. I love the way this fucking film was shot and lit, but I, uh, I really want to know what Brian thinks of it as uh, like the editing part of it. Do you think this is a very well-paced film, editing-wise, Brian? Do you think the editing made this film and helped it rather than hindered it? I think the editing in this fucking film is superb, actually. That's why I'm bringing that up. Yeah, but there's some techniques they use that I hate. <laughs> it's right, like those flashbacks, right? Well, yeah, with all the white, yeah. like, there I want to be Tony Scott, yeah. but uh, kind of having issues yeah, with it. And they know? also do a lot of weird, yeah. like, freeze-frame stuff at the very beginning that's, like, super noticeable. Like, they're trying to extend some shots in slow motion with yeah. freeze-frames. There were definitely, and they, and they, like, a, a couple notes. Like, I have at least three notes that say, like, oh, oh hello, 90s music video moment. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but but is that really the editor or is that a director choice like, i think Brian, it's what? also a product of the time yeah it is definitely yeah, a product of for time. sure we can't we, we, can't, we can't say no but this film um really had a shit ton of amazing practical effects and really good extensions of cgi on practical effects 
the only shot I had a problem with was the first time the creature broke out. The first, first shot. Yeah. It was overlit. It looked like it was fucking CGI, disgusting. It wasn't great. But then they made it better and better and better and better as the fucking film went on. Uh, but for the time, the technology that they used, they did a lot of practical stuff that looked really good on camera, man. This yeah, is a some very really well cool. shot film. There's some really cool behind-the-scenes stuff of them, like, working with the liquor, the, the big, and they actually have the puppet, and they show the guy, like, using the, you know, he's pu- he's puppeteering it, you know, squeezing the handles and making it kind of lunge, and then it's, it's it's the scene where she, um it, like, sticks its tongue out, I think, or whatever, and it's got, yeah. her, it's got her leg, and so that's an actual practical thing, and then they did an extension around it to, to wrap it out on the backside. So it good. looks really good. But when it's digital, it looks kind of shitty. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you. Hey, man, the, the, the scene after the creature tasted its first human DNA from what the... Oh, and it, and it mutated, DNA. yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's that's an homage to Alien because it literally looked like the alien skeleton from the back. What do you think, Brian? There's a lot of alien stuff in this. I know, man. I think that's the that's how the... Well, the original form, that's exactly how it looked in the video game. No, I know, but like even the video game, in my opinion, was influenced a little bit by that because that thing, after it fed on human DNA, you think so? Well, it because ex- of the lack of eyes. Well, yeah, lack of eyes, and then it extended, it, it extended vertically, and then it started looking like it grew a tail, just a little because it had that bird's eye shot on top of yeah, it being it like transformed. It had a tail. Yeah, just a tiny bit. It was like it was transforming into having that. I'm like, oh shit, that looks like Alien, and then I was like. Fuck, I respect this director so much more because you can tell that's a guy that grew up with that franchise that didn't want to rip anything off but wanted to say, look, man, I really love you. If you didn't have these fucking movies, I would have never been able to even want to get into these films and make this film. Or make AVP. Yeah, there you go. Hey, man, <laughs> exactly. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, they knew how he could awesome handle is it. that? Man, like, look at the curvature of that guy's career, right? And then, you know, he got to that point, and then he did Aliens vs. Predator, a couple, couple films after this one. And I'm just saying, man, I respect it, dude. That's a, that's a, look, as a director and a producer that comes from the studio world and now indie world, because um, I, I got done dealing with that bullshit, man, you, you gotta respect that shit, man, dude. That hustle, that fucking drive this person had to make this and keep that fucking love of making this alive. God damn, I respect this fucking film and this filmmaker. <clears throat> Brian, we're ready for we're ready for ratings, Brian. I feel like I feel like at this point we should just we should just transition into ratings. So let's rate it. Let's rate it. Who's going first? Oh god, I'm going to give you an audio cue segment. Hey guys, uh, I think we should really fucking get to rating this uh uh this film right now, man. Uh Jared. Come on, man. Give call us- me out. Yeah, okay, I yeah. am. I'm gonna call you out. You're gonna be the first. You're gonna be the first. Give give us um, your give give us your Elkins rating. I actually saw this in the theater. Uh, I was a really big Resident Evil fan. I remember that my uh, <laughs> my sister's boyfriend brought over the PlayStation, and uh, when I was a, I was a kid, and he he showed everybody this crazy game. And uh, it totally freaked my parents out. And they were like, you can't have this devil <laughs> game. They're actually showing you, sh- you killing real people. And they'd be different if it was like, you know, uh, creatures and stuff. But these actually look like real people. This is teaching people to kill kill people. So I was like, holy shit, I've got to play this game. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> 
Real yeah, talk. so uh, so I, I had an early love for it. Anyway, so I, I was really into the games, and, and so I was really excited to see this movie. And I remember liking it back then, and I remember it being a, a fun ride. And uh, watching this this time again, I, I I see why I liked it back then. It's it's not like a perfect movie, but it's just a it's a great popcorn movie. Uh, I would say this is a movie. This not so much a film. There, there's some really great moments. I'm gonna give it a seven. Hey Jared, uh, question. So your what's up? S- your sister had a boyfriend. What was his name? <laughs> Are they married? Do they have kids? No, they're not. What's they're not on? married now. Oh, okay. <laughs> this guy's name was Neil. Juan. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, man, I'm intrigued. I, I, I don't know Jared had a sister. How hot I have is a your si- sister, Jared? I have a sister and a brother, and they're both married. So. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Not to each other. No! <laughs> Just in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Who's going next? <laughs> Sorry, it was, just, it was just right there. I'll go next. Uh, Jared said it first, but I'm going to also uh, I'm gonna rate it a seven. Um, I did not see it in the theater, but I definitely saw it um, probably 2003. You know, late 2002. After I was in the theater. Um, this, the, uh, I, can't, I can't rate it high, super high, because it's a, it's a zombie movie, but it doesn't do all the great, amazing zombie things. But it does a lot of great, it does a lot of things really well, but it doesn't hit all the things for me. So a seven feels like a really solid, in and of itself, not compared to anything else. Seven feels really solid. Yeah, we, we we learned from the last last podcast. I already got so much shit about that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the beauty of our rating system, right? It's but, not. But, it's man, not in all honesty, I compared it's all on his its own. film all on to, its own merit. I know, but I compared it to his other films. I didn't like. Compared. No, no, all all on their own. Uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm, I'm giving this a five. Ooh. Um, Wow! Damn! Why wow. are you mentioning this number, bro? Wow! That's not bad. Look, that's this fair. is mediocre. It's mediocre. That, that's what that this is. This is mediocre. I don't think this is anything revolutionary. He's leaning, and by he, the director Paul W. S. Anderson is leaning very hard on Romero in this film. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's leaning yeah. very hard well, on aliens. Too much. Leaning sure. very hard on aliens. <laughs> uh, you know, but I like those movies. I find those movies entertaining. I find this movie entertaining. So, you know, I've, I've seen it a lot. I've watched all the sequels. So, I mean, you know, it, it is hard to hate on it. But at the same time, the CGI is really garbage. Some sequences are just not really put together that well. The costuming is great, though. Um, the music is fucking laughable. It's, it's Video game it laughable music. bad. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's inappropriate. It's just like all of a sudden, like these guys are coming in as SWAT teams, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is going on right now? I don't. I have no idea. This lady just woke up in a bathtub. Why? Why are? What's going on? Why is there rock music? What the hell? I don't know. Man. It sounds like Rob Zombie. Bathroom shots. It it does seem like uh, the director has to deal with like some. He probably has to deal with a studio and a video game company coming at him, and he, like, hey, we want these things. We want these things, and he's like, I'm just trying to make a fucking fun movie. Because obviously that's what he does. Um, I don't know. I, I do like his passion and his sensibilities, and I like a lot of the actors in this film. So it's just not put together that well. Wait, wait, wait. So, so we can't. And it's kind of sad because it's a thirty. Up? It's a thirty-three million dollar budget. Yeah, it's huge. 
But yeah, you, you said some good stuff. We can't inch you up to like a five point five, bro, or like what? No, you, you, this is you, this you is a five. Really the story about it. Yeah, but the story is really fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's from a fucking video game. What um, do you it's really paint by numbers, though. I mean, <laughs> like really it? paint by no- numbers. It it works so well because it's the start of a franchise. How does it fare like, in the franchise, though? Yeah. Is this like the worst of all of them? Um, this is a great introduction to the franchise. This is not like the number, best of the franchise. Yeah, number three. Number oh, really? Three. Number okay. Th- out of six, so it gets better. Number three. Out number of six, this is number three. I would I would mm. rank it number three. Out number, of six. Yeah, I, w- I agree. I agree because then the 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 fifth one to me is number one, and the sixth one is number two, and this one's number three for me. This yeah, is a deja vu moment for hey, me. By, I feel by like the I've way, had this th- conversation before. Th- th- this is a very strong franchise, guys. Like, it is. A, is it's a great franchise. This is not a to laugh at franchise. It's it, absolutely it's, worth uh, watching all of. Fina- them. Financially, it made a lot of money, but artistically and fun, just like what Jared said, like popcorn. Yeah, start to finish, man, like an enjoyable bro. experience for sure. Yeah, it is hell like, yeah. This is a um, great, great fucking franchise. franchise. Yeah. Highest grossing video games of all time. Yeah, really? True. Yeah. Yeah. I believe yeah. that. Over Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, so, so. Uh, no, no, not the whole video, like a video game film franchise. Oh. Uh, so, like something okay. based, uh, like an. Not the video so game. So, it's the highest grossing Fran- video uh, game film, adaptation uh, okay. or film adaptation. How about uh, okay. that? Okay. Cool. Well, good to know. Over right, House well, of the Dead? Because Marvel yeah. vs. Capcom has not Hey, assholes, it's my turn to fucking rate, bitches. <laughs> rate Damn. it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Rate it, Whitey. You got two, yeah. two sevens and a five. What are you giving? Bro? Uh, no, bro. Um, listen, you guys are going to fucking kill me because uh, a lot of people are going to kill me and going to hate me for this. But I'm just going to give this a nine. I fucking wow. love this film. Dude, wow. I don't want to okay. be fucking thinking about films all the fucking time while I'm watching them. I don't want to sit there and think about the meaning of this or the meaning of that. Or what does that mean? I'll think about it That's later. why people invented sitcoms. Hey, man. <laughs> Say it, little bitch. What I'm saying, Brian, right, is every now and then, okay, I want to fucking goddamn put a little popcorn on fucking Put that shit, put some fucking Hamelian goddamn pink salt on it because I'm brown. Salt <laughs> over no, the counter delicious. salt kills us more than anything else. And I just eat it and, dude, I enjoy it. And, like, you know, I'll get a call. So I'll pause it. I'll go outside, take a call, come back in, and I can get right back into it. And it's fun. They're all fucking gorgeous looking fucking people. The music is meh. But artistically speaking, <laughs> the fucking way it was shot, I liked it, man. The production design, loved it. I cannot tell you how much I fucking loved about this fucking film that I have to fucking give it that. Yeah, the graphics were weak. Yeah, there's that one actor I disliked. Eh, you know, but dude, the production design, I don't know. Just the value for your time you're spending with this. Especially in a quarantine time. We're doing, you know, viral April, right? So I have to evaluate it from that. Dude, I needed more of this than any other fucking film I've watched this entire fucking month. I want, I want to go watch the rest of the series now. because I I'm do like, too. Holy fuck. <laughs> this is so much fun. I need this little break from this contagion of shit that we're living through. That's why I'm giving it a nine, man. In the eyes of what's happening right now and how entertaining this was. Dude, this is an entertaining, fucking great film. Here, here. Oh my fucking god! This motherfucking nerd ran to his goddamn 
fucking. I was loop. I was gonna see if I had digital the digital codes, but oh. I, they don't. Oh, so uh, uh, I mean, I I gotta I gotta admit, the only regret I have with watching this movie is that I paid four dollars for the rental instead of forty seven dollars to just buy all six the whole movies series, so Same. I could just watch them all. Yeah, I'm probably gonna do that because like, I, I want to see the behind the scenes of all of them. Like I, I like watching this one, I was like, why the hell didn't I just I should have just bought them all. Because I'm just going to want to watch them all again anyway. Because this is such a great, like, launching into you. Launching you into a series that is just such a perfect world. So, a so fun. well. A fun. It, yeah, it, it's Crazy. just so well explored. Crazy shit. Absolutely. Dude, one of the movies has a big old dude that is seven fucking feet fucking tall. <laughs> goddamn hauling an axe behind him. He looks like he is... The goddamn thing from the 80s that comes from space with all the fucking nails on its head. (laughs) And there's like two women in a fucking prison men's shower area of it. And they (laughs) fuck that dude up with a shotgun that has fucking quarters in it. Bro, I cannot wait to get to that fucking part of the series. I want to fucking do a podcast about that. This series is amazing. It's got the stupidest fucking one-off characters in every fucking episode, every fucking goddamn chapter and it's awesome and it's so fun to watch and that's why you want to eat popcorn and that's what fucking makes america great is shit like that we allow shit like that to exist in our culture <laughs> and i fucking love it i love this fucking series we allow Sorry, shit like Brian that in our culture me. that's Brian what make america me. great again yes it's fucking fun <laughs> dude it's fun it's beautiful i love that shit if you're into the video games, they just uh, they're doing remakes of all the games. So they actually just uh, just released the uh, remake of Resident Evil Three. So they're going through everything now and kind of nice. updating the graphics and everything. Nice. So if you want to dive the into HD the old remix, series, hell yeah! I was replaying too uh, today. Oh, how was it, man? The the remake? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How does it I've look? Is through. it cool? Oh, dude, it's super awesome. It gets oh, tense, man. man, with the flashlight. Oh, oh man, I love that. <laughs> And the like, the Mister X, the tyrant, like yeah, come, yeah. like he just like comes th- charging through doors at like and walls at different times. <laughs> like he's just constantly after you, and you're like, I can never get away. Oh man, that's awesome. oh, it's so scary. Ugh. That, I haven't played the third one yet. Sounds like a still well-made has, game. Still, still has a locked camera though, right? You're still moving around in, it within frames. The camera follows. No, you. It, the camera follows you. Okay, cause it's I like thought, uh, it, it's like it's a kind of a third person over the shoulder. Because in the original, in the original one and two, uh, I'm not sure about three. The camera was always locked, and you have to like yeah. walk through scenes. Walk and through and it, the frame. You walk through the frame, and then it cuts to the next angle. So just it's, like it's, the it's, movie. It's, yeah, so it's just like weird little angles and stuff. And so it, again, let me it, emphasize yeah. the fact that I never played these fucking games. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it, the problem with the game though is it got weird when you go around corners sometimes because you'd it be in get, one yeah. camera angle and you'd you be forward on the stick, and then yeah. you go to a different angle and you're like, oh wait, wait what? Am yeah. I still supposed to be forward now? Like, what, yeah, what direction got, am I going? <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. That's going to do it for us tonight. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Give us some ratings, reviews on you know, all those awesome podcasting apps you that you that you listen to things on. Anyway, uh, Jared, where can they follow you? 
You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, and my other fine podcast tour stories on Apple Podcasts. And Brian at MovieCrewPodcast.com. And Wahid. Um, before we get into that really quick, I want to send out a COVID-19 plea to whoever owns the movie crew without an extra E at the end at gmail.com during these hard times. We really need that fucking handle. Please give us and relinquish that shit. Jared sends you an email every week. I do. Just respond do. back to him on one of them. We love you. Um, you know. And uh, you can follow me everywhere on, on at WA Films. <laughs> Back to you, Brian. <laughs> oh, threatening to hold people hostage. Or no, I'm just looking for charity at this moment. Hard times now. Every of the things, for sure. <laughs> and Mike, where can they follow you, good sir? I am on uh, the Instagrams and the Twitters at Griggsy Media, G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. Griggs. Griggs. Griggs! Griggs! Griggs in media. We, we actually got a soundtrack tonight. Um, nice. We are going to be playing track one titled Prologue and main title from the Resident Evil soundtrack from composer Marco Beltrami. Enjoy. Beltrami. Beltrami. I was about to say that. <laughs>